Can they tell that our aim, that our ambition, that our zeal is behind the kingdom of God more than just fitting in with everybody else on the street, fitting in with everybody else in the office, Mm -hmm. but that this is the priority that influences all of my relationships. Welcome to A Year with Jesus, where we're going to spend some time looking at the life of Jesus and to learn on how to think, live, and love like Jesus. I'm Bill. I'm Philip. And this is Matthew chapter 6. Okay, so Bill, when we get into this chapter, we're in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. He's laid down a lot of instructions for us about defining true righteousness that comes from the heart. Where is he going next? Yeah, so if you think about Matthew chapter 5 and you think about living that sort of life out, your life will look pretty great. I mean, you'll look like a really, really good, solid, first of all, human being, but especially like a kingdom citizen. But in chapter 6, Jesus will hit at the heart of the issues. If he was hitting at the heart in chapter 5, he'll really get into it in chapter 6, where he'll make a general statement about being sure that your motives are what they should be. Yeah, and that seems to be a response to the people that not only he was witnessing, but that everyone was witnessing who were only trying to put on a show of outward righteousness for their own ego and their own pride. Yeah, I mean, if you do what he says in chapter 5, people are going to see it, and it's going to look different. But in chapter 6, there are a few things that that stand out, I think, to both of us uh, about what he calls his people to do. Philip, what stands out to you uh, in this text here as he gives these three examples of what he wants the motive, the right motivation to be in the right heart to look like. So he's coming back, and of course he's talking about prayer. We have this beautiful, beautiful prayer here. But the emphasis in the context is, am I praying to God or am I praying to the people that are listening? And he wants us to be sure that in our prayer life as kingdom citizens, we're speaking to the Father from the heart about the things that really matter, things about God's greatness and glory, things about our own uh, spiritual needs for forgiveness, and then depending on Him for our daily needs. If there's anything unselfish that exists in the world, it's prayer. And somehow, I think in chapter 6, you can see some pitfalls that we might fall into even with that sort of thing where we're still making it about us. And so I even appreciate, you know, what Jesus says in his model prayer. But Philip, a lot of people take this prayer and they just pray these words kind of verbatim over and over again. Is this really what Jesus is wanting us to do? No, it's clearly meant to be instructive. It's a sermon. He's teaching here. Mm -hmm. And so he's teaching us that glorifying God needs to be part of our prayer. He's teaching us to have a kingdom mindset about, again, his kingdom, not just my own little world and my own little dominion, but really thinking about what is glorifying to God in his kingdom. And he's teaching us to come back and to admit that I have sinned, Mm -hmm. that I need forgiveness. And that recognition of our spiritual needs is really going to carry him. Amen. Amen. I, I love that immediately afterwards, he hits on this idea that like, look, you could have the best prayer life, but if your prayer life does not change your everyday life, your prayer life isn't really doing anything for you. Yeah, yeah. He wants not just us to come and ask God for forgiveness, but to be a forgiving person mm-hmm. and to have that kind of attitude to come across in yeah. those prayers. So many people say that, you know, prayer is supposed to be conforming our will to the will of the Father. And if what we ultimately want for the Father to do for us is to forgive us, then we have to be people who are doing the same thing towards others. So let's double down on this for a moment. When we think about applying what we're learning here in Matthew chapter 6 from this prayer, how has this impacted your personal prayer life? Yeah, it makes me think a whole lot more. What does God want? What is God's will in my life for fill in the blank? 
yeah, that's good to come back and to really say, not just my temporary desires or my really foolish desires, but what are the, what's the will of God? Where is his wisdom? And to let that influence what we lay before his throne and what we really care about on a daily basis. Yeah, and there's there's this weird dichotomy between we need to be people who are praying persistently. We see Jesus talks about that later on, but at the same time, not falling into this just re- repetitious cycle of we pray the same things over and over, like really being mindful about prayer. Philip, what, what, how has this changed your life? Well, it's made me come back and appreciate just daily blessings. Mm-hmm. When we think about give us this day our daily bread, and Jesus is moving the chapter forward in that regard to think about our daily blessings versus laying up all of this treasure. What do you like about the priorities that he's setting for us in the middle of the sermon? Yeah, I, I think in the middle of the sermon, again, he gets to the heart of the, the issue because what you value will affect every aspect of your life, that what you value will affect what you think about. It will value your priorities. It will even value what you look at. I know that you love uh, the eye is the lamp of the body. Why is it that that verse sticks out to you, that that idea sticks out to you so much? Well, I think when we look at that idea in verse 22, the eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? That's a head scratcher for us. Mm -hmm. But really, Jesus is coming back and saying, what are you focused on from the inside? These Pharisees, they are focused on the praise of men. Mm -hmm. And we can get focused on outward approval of people. We can get focused on physical treasures that decay and that can be stolen. And he's just challenging us to change our focus and to be focused on things that are right. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you will find yourselves trying to serve two masters. And he says, you just, you will not be able to do that. And so you even see it earlier on, you have people who give, but whenever they're giving, they're they're sounding these trumpets. They're letting their left hand know what their right hand is doing. And again, I think, I know I've been guilty of that in times of my life. And there's subtle ways to do that. You know, what was my motive in doing that? Why, why did I say that? Do I want people to really see me as this generous person? Do I want people to see me as this spiritual person? You know, if we're ever tempted to feel irritated whenever other people are receiving praise, there's so much subtle ways for, for this to kind of show up in our lives. And we just at the end of the day, I'm not. Re- yeah. It seems like I'm serving God, but God is the vehicle that I'm using to really serve myself. And it's so sad when we kind of put a religious label on that self-service. Mm-hmm. So he's he's really challenging us to think who is my master. And, and and in that aspect of who is my master, who is also my provider, which I think is what lends to the second half or the latter half of this chapter. So you'll say, don't be worried about some stuff. Remember who your master is. Yeah. If I'm going to make myself my master and it's all about these a focus on these wrong worldly things, then of course I'm going to be full of anxiety and fear. But he's got the solution here to come back and trust the Father. Mm-hmm. Why is the Father so trustworthy according to Jesus in this chapter? Well, because if you seek him, if you seek his kingdom and his righteousness— I mean, the father knows. He, first of all, every time he's talked about, you know, if don't do things to be seen by men, do things to be seen by God, and God will reward you. And then here he he doubles down on the idea, and he says, all these things will be added on to you. The father knows what you need. Look at the lilies of the field. You know, look at the birds of the air. Look at how God has taken care of all of creation. 
You think God is going to forget you? Right. And God has done so much for us, mm-hmm. right? He's provided this amazing world for us to live in. He's given us the ability to experience so many things. Why would we start doubting the Father? And yet, if our focus is in the wrong place, if our master is the wrong person, then these anxieties and these fears, they just build up and build up. So when you look at this section, what gives you great peace, Bill? Le- legitimately is knowing that there are some things I just can't control, but that God can you know, so much of the worries are worrying about our lives. I can't really control my life. Is worrying about the future. I can't. He says, don't worry about tomorrow. I have no idea what tomorrow is going to hold. But the God that I serve does. And so whatever happens, good or bad, he is in control. And that, that's able to offer us peace. What do you think? That, yeah, that's fantastic. So it's, it's wonderful to be able to look back and to put our confidence in God's reliability and in God's faithfulness. What stands out to me is also the level of detail in his care, Mm -hmm. that he could care for the flowers of the field, that he could care for the birds of the air. And Jesus wants us to know that in the eyes of the Lord, we are so much more important than that. And I think we see that throughout the entire life of Jesus. I, I think you're spot on. And so because he cares so much about us, then I think in verse 32, I mean, verse 33, so care about him, seek his kingdom, seek being like him. And all that other stuff, God's got you. He will take care of you. That's great. So what's our big personal application going to be from chapter 6? Yeah, I think it's got to be we have to watch our motives. Look, I I mean, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you have an interest in spiritual things. It's because you have an interest in figuring out who Jesus is and in some ways trying to live your life like him. But there's a pitfall and where we can make it about us and we can forget what the real goal and what the real treasure that God offers us. And so what's your motive needs to be, I think, a question that we're thinking about constantly. That's a great personal application. What 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 application stands out to you? Well, when I think about kind of our group application, our relationships with our friends, with our neighbors, can they tell that we've Mm. put the kingdom first? Again, not out of this self-glory kind of motive, but can they tell that our aim, that our ambition, that our zeal is behind the kingdom of God more than just fitting in with everybody else on the street, fitting in with everybody else in the office, Mm -hmm. but that this is the priority that influences all of my relationships. And, And I think as we think about Jesus, and maybe a big thing to learn about Jesus is that Jesus, he will not take, he will not share his glory with anyone else other than the Father. You know, he doesn't want you serving him and some other master, it has to be him, it has to be trust in him, and it's got to be seeking him in his kingdom. That's fantastic. And when we're trusting in him, seeking him, keeping him first as our master, the treasures that he provides are better than anything that we could have in this world. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us this week in A Year with Jesus as we studied Matthew chapter 6. We hope this encourages you to go back and read the chapter and, and discover new things on your own. You're more than welcome to go to embryhills.com slash podcast to see our reading plan and to follow along with us.